Nashville songwriter Kyle Jacobs, the husband of country artist Kelly Pickler, took his life last Friday, a self-inflicted gunshot wound. It happened in their home. Outside of Nashville, Kelly Pickler was there at the time. Conversation is one we've had many times on this podcast prior, but if you're new to the podcast, we're going to do a mental health awareness check-in, a mental health check-in. Make sure you're doing okay. We encourage you to do the same. Friends and family members, those who might be struggling. Donna was at the Georgia State High School Wrestling Finals in Macon, Georgia over the weekend. She's a wrestling team mom and brings a report from uh, uh, Center Matt wearing a singlet. And it's almost time for Awesome Alpharetta Restaurant Week. Alpharetta Restaurant Week, February 26th through March 4th. Experience culinary flavors and exclusive menus for a limited time in Awesome Alpharetta. Details on the way this episode. Episode 341 of Cadillac Jack. My second act starts right now. I'm Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we discuss things you're already talking about with family and friends. Our conversations include current events, pop culture, and endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 341 of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Welcome. Oh, hello. Hi, my, my name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, I just got back from, I have been a softball mom. I've been a football mom. I have been a baseball mom. I have been a tennis mom. I have been, let's see what else. Soccer, oh, lacrosse, um, dance. Right, right. I've been many versions of a mom, but I had never been a wrestling mom until this past weekend. And Charlotte, our 16-year-old, is the manager for the wrestling team at her school. And they made it to, um, they had two, I think three total wrestlers that made it to state in Macon um, for the Georgia High School Association. And it was unbelievable. The people, I posted a couple of um, pictures and so forth. And I had so many pod peeps reach out um, that had kids there. Melissa Cape reached out and there were kids from her high school, Walnut Grove that were there. Social circle. Um, Jason, one of our pod peeps is a coach and actually coached a female wrestler and she won a state title. And I will tell you going in, you know, if you told me about female wrestlers, I was like, Oh boy. Um, but these girls are tough. Um, now, do they wrestle other females? They or, wrestle or other girls. Yeah, they wrestle other girls. And um, I've only, I had only seen one wrestling match prior to this, and um, I told you I thought it was a little violent, but um, I, I really enjoyed it because I kind of just uh, I had no Wi Fi, I had no access to Wi Fi, I could not leave the building, um, and because you couldn't go in and out, so I was you know, and, and Charlotte was there from like ten to whenever. Right, you, you, there was no in or out. There was no All inter- day. no You're there was in no the metroplex. So um, if you had a pass, but we didn't have that situation right. the first day, second day we did. Um, we did, however, manage to leave and go to the mall. I found the mall in Macon, and um, that was a good time. But these had. Charlotte and her friend Olivia. We went there, but I was just, I was really impressed. I was really impressed with all the coaches and just these kids. And I will say that wrestling is one of those sports where all of the kids really um, cheer each other on. And at the end, you know, no matter what happens, every one of them was like, they'd go over and help pick them up and, you know, the other kid up and they shook the other coach's hand. Now I'm not going to talk about these singlets because this is just inappropriate for me to talk about, but But go ahead. It's just a lot. It's a lot just showing. I mean, like, yeah. I I can't even talk about it. I really can't. It's just a lot showing. A lot showing. 
Are you looking to see it or just, you can't, just, you just, no, you, you're not looking, you but scan you, in the crowd. Yeah. You, you, yeah. It's scan just, in the crowd. Yeah. You can't. And these parents, I thought like travel softball parents were in it. These parents are in it to win it. Let me tell you something. They want their kids to win as they should. Um, and I was really proud because Charlotte's little boyfriend, who's a friend, that's a boy. That's all. Um, one state for his weight division. He's come in second both years um, in a row. And he um, came in first place. So he took state this year. And I was super proud of him. He's he's a great kid. Um, his dad coaches him. And that's always fun to see, you know, um, that whole dynamic. But the dad coaches the whole team, not just him. So it was great. It was a lot of fun. And you know what? I kind of went into it going, I don't know anything about this. I'm way out of my comfort zone and my element. Just because of the singlet? No, just wrestling in general. I mean, I don't know about like... I don't, I don't know. I don't know any of the moves. I don't know what they do. I mean, all I know is when they pin you, pin someone down, it's an automatic. I think it's, it's like, uncle. A, 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 uncle. yeah, I think it's like an automatic win or something. But the other thing that I was laughing about is I kept telling Charlotte, I said, if I was in the ring and they came after me, I'd just run from them like right. in a circle. Right. You know what I mean? I'd be like, catch me if you can. Well, listen, there, there, there are probably those that do that, have that same practice, that same, uh, that, 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 that move, so to speak. Yeah, really because, move, I mean, but... you really don't know. I mean, you may know, but sometimes you don't know who your competitor is until they Just show up. And some of these people in the, in the 150 above, these are grown men. And these are men who could, like, they could, they could turn over a, a lumber truck if they needed to. I mean, these are big boys that just, I think they just wrestle out in the yard. That's how it starts. Like, just for fun. Over guns. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I mean, at one point, and I, and I don't mean this to be mean, but like at a certain well, weight class, at a certain weight class, it was like two pigs just wrestling in slop. I don't, know I don't how, mean I, that, I don't but I mean, that is. no, I mean, it was just, it was just insanity and you just can't take your eyes off. It, it. smells like pits and, and, and balls in, in that place. I don't know what any of that smells like, but um, I, I thought it was the kind of wrestling where you like um, swing your purse. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. That's like local. That's like action wrestling. With he uh, uh, reached out to me the other day. Um, action wrestling, where the, you do it like at the local community center. How did you shoot a bird? Huh? How did you shoot a bird? I, I didn't. Uh, what, what are you doing? Um, um, no, I did. I thought that you like. I thought it was the kind where you like had a purse or a bag of pennies and you shook them at people no, I've been to those. and you got up out of your, you know, because I don't know the difference. Like, I mean, I, I, and I know this is well. Like, one is sanctioned by the Georgia High School Association, yeah, and the other is not sanctioned by anyone a, at all. Yeah, and they'll tear down your community center. Mm. Well, these kids but were not tearing down the community center, but there were wrestlers everywhere, everywhere you went. And it's the other thing that's fascinating is how this whole thing about cutting weight and they can't eat. And some of them who are trying to gain weight because they wrestle in a higher class, they need to eat more. So they just like gorge on like, it's two ends of the spectrum. Like, and, and they're on the same team. So you've got these certain kids who are just down in like Culver's milkshakes and cheeseburgers right, and right, stuff. trying to put it on. And then the other kid sitting at the end of the table, he spitting, can't eat anything. Spitting in a, in a he can't even drink water. Yep. And Charlotte's little friend had come over for the Super Bowl, and I made all this food for the Super Bowl because I was so excited. You know, they're coming. I'm going to make all this stuff. And he couldn't eat any of it. And I felt so cut. bad. So bad. But I'm learning. I'm learning, people. And I'm here for it. Congratulations to, uh, to, to Charlotte's friend and support for, for winning state championship. Yes. And everyone who won. Yeah. All it was right. great. The songs... By no means an exhaustive, uh, exhaustive audio clip here of uh, all of them. Uh, too many to play, but the uh, some of the hits of songwriter Kyle Jacobs right now for you. You're talking out loud, nobody.
Everybody's there. More than a memory, Garth Brooks. The song debuted number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country chart. The first number one country song in 10 years to be so. Jacobs also wrote for Tim McGraw this song you're going to hear right now. Still is the name of it. Kyle wrote it with uh, Lee Bryce and Joe Leathers, released in 2010. It was on Tim McGraw's Southern Voice album. Kyle, the husband of country artist Kelly Pickler, took his life this past Friday in Nashville, self-inflicted gunshot wound. A huge catalog of hits for country artists. And Kyle, this is one of three you wrote for Lee Bryce, rumor. Kelly Clarkson got this hit from Kyle. From Stronger, uh, huge album for Kelly Clarkson, one of the biggest albums in music history. Uh, final song here, one of not, again, not all of it by any means, is Trace Atkins. I can't, uh, I can't outrun you. From X, 2008, Trace Atkins. That's a distance, never being far enough. One of the uh, standouts from that album, for sure. Cal Jacobs, not a, um, just a, a from from anything that you read. I didn't know him. I met him a couple of times through Kelly Pickler. Uh, Kelly had uh, huge hits like a Red High Heels back in the day, and uh, was from the American Idol franchise, I believe. Was she yes. not? Yeah. Um, was one thirty in the afternoon Friday Central Time National Time. He was at home. Um, at, at their home that they they shared, he and Kelly Pickler, and um, uh, wouldn't come out of the office. I believe I'm, I'm, I'm on track here. Yep. The door was locked and, um, well, she woke up supposedly and didn't know where he was and went upstairs and the door was locked and couldn't get in, couldn't get anybody to answer. Um, and I think her assistant called, um, nine one one and then they came and, um, it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound and he had just posted his last Instagram post the night before was a post, um, about, the success of Lee Bryce's, you know, fifth album, Hey World, which he produced. Um, and, you know, his, his post was platinum, sweet, an amazing crew of incredibly talented peeps put this one together. Um, and that was just one day before, you know, thank you, Jesus. So was celebrating some success, you know, um, the night before. It didn't seem like... Dark or... Yeah, that, you know, there was something, you know, sometimes there, as we've talked about before, sometimes cryptic. there's nothing, but sometimes there's something that causes it... Um, you know, maybe something had, you know, gone off the rails, but, um, we don't know. We don't know. And, um, just very sad for her. I, you know, that the TV show that they were both on, they were very cute together. And I think she relied on him, you know, a lot. Um, no kids that I'm aware of, correct? No, she, you know, she made a big deal out of, she did not want to have kids. Um, when they, you know, when they got married and I think, you know, he was aware of that. I mean, they talked about it on her show and, um, yeah. So married for 10 years. 
uh, Kyle and Kelly Pickler. They eloped to marry in Antigua in January of 2011. And that's all we know about, uh, about Kyle and the end of his life. But it brings up a lot of conversations about why. Brings up conversations about um, those affected. Brings up conversations about a lot of things. I was, I was on a Zoom uh, call this morning. Uh, this was Friday afternoon. You sent me the information about Kyle. You spotted it and, and sent it to me. About three days prior, I had committed to a, a project about mental health awareness and, and just mental health in America. And then this news hit, and I thought to myself, you know what? It's um, just when you think it's getting better and you don't see and hear about a lot of this or is this happening an awful lot, then it seems to rear its ugly head again. Um, what's What we're doing, Donna, is... You remember Ken Cragen, who was Kenny Rogers' manager for, for decades and took other artists to the top of the charts, and Ken was just an all-around good guy based in L.A., but he was a music artist, and uh, Kenny Rogers was really his biggest client, and he stuck by Kenny thick and thin for decades and decades and decades. Uh, Ken also created, wrote, arranged, and produced We Are the World. Wow. The uh, hit for uh, African uh, uh, hunger, right? In, in, in South Africa? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it was recorded, I think, after the Grammys one year. Because everybody was in town. Everybody was there, and they just brought them all in. And it was everyone from Bono to, um, I mean, everybody. Everybody. Frank Harris. Fast forward to this afternoon. I had never visited with Frank Harris before. Frank is um, part of the, the Jackson family. He is currently vice president of Motown Records. Uh, for artist development, although they don't have a lot of that anymore, they always have a live record. That's what uh, Barry Gordy always called the Motown artists and the songs that they had to release alive, even though they're dated somewhat. They're just alive songs that make you feel good. Um, the plan is to assemble a group of of artists, just like that were assembled back in the '80s, I believe it was, for We Are the World. And, and but this time around, it's for um, mental health awareness, mental health, uh, just well being. And um, we made some great progress today, and I'm very excited about this. But but it's um, um, I just think that uh, I was with the Judd, not the Judds, but the Judd, Winona, Thursday in Greenville, South Carolina. Her mother, of course, Naomi, not 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 on the tour because Naomi chose to take her life back in September, October of last year. I just think that it's um, it, it remains just a a problem for this country and. Um, anything that we can do to bring attention to it, and 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 and, and financing, and, and and pledges, and things like that, we'll do. No, I think it's I think that's great. Um, I Kelly Pickler has not obviously spoken, but you know other artists because he did work with a lot of people in Nashville have spoken and um, spoken out just about him. Not obviously, no one knows. And again, there, you, you you may never know. And I think when people if people leave a note, there are times when. Um, it, it, it wouldn't get shared because I think sometimes notes people leave could have anger. They could have, they could be written in uh, a moment where there's a lot going on you emotionally. Weren't a sound mind body. What that? Weren't a sound mind and body. When you yeah. And, and I think those can sometimes be hurtful too for the people left behind. I, you know, I, um, I've, I've said in the past that, you know, there is no, there's no answer because, you know, one of the things we talked about um, when we talked about Naomi is that, you know, with other illnesses, you can see it, you know, with depression and mental illness, you can't see it. You can't, it's not, I mean, you can see it sometimes on people's faces, but um, it, it's not, 
it's not as prevalent. So, you know, people can mask it. They can, it's hard to mask pain sometimes when you're having pain or God forbid you have right. a port if you're undergoing you cancer, know, cancer treatments or whatever. But I think the hardest thing about the story for me with her is obviously he's very young, but um, that it was done in her house. You know, um, there's no choice. You got to move. You got to start over. And, and, you know, it's just, there's just something about your house. And it's like, you know, it's your sacred space. And it's like, she woke up and now her house is a scene of just distress, yeah. you know? And so I just- to, to, the, to the furthest degree, really. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I don't, that that thing, that part of it, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. And I don't know that there's any good place to take your life. I'm not saying that, but I don't understand, you know, but maybe it's because if you're sitting in your car and you're going to do that, there's a chance somebody could come and stop you or something. I, I don't know. But, or maybe you just don't think about the fact, because as I said on this call this morning, Don, it's the greediest thing you could ever do. It's, it is the greediest thing that an individual could do. I believe that. Maybe he didn't think about, because it's a greedy thing to do. Maybe he didn't think about the house and and, and leaving that memory and, and 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 smell and whatever. Well, and I think that. Um you know, I was saying to you, I think one of the most challenging things right now going on with mental health is there's the people who are dealing and struggling with mental health issues, and there's the people around them and the anxiety that that causes for people. Every time one of these stories comes out, there's not a single one of us who doesn't say, gosh, I hope there's no one in my life that is considering this, whether it's a parent, a child, uh, you know, because you just don't know. And I think that the world is so anxiety riddled right now because, you know, there's your own mental health to worry about. And then there's those around you and those that you're trying to build up and support. And it's just, it's a really, really tricky time because I think that there in the past, I think that a lot of people who had, who were struggling with depression, people knew it. You know, um, I think it's, it's, it's very different now because I think it sneaks up on people and people who've never had depression have depression. And, you know, the other thing that I said to you, and this is a very unpopular, you know, talk here, but I have had a couple of people say, um, is it, are we becoming a society that just wants to take the easy way out? Yes. That when things get when we get really bad news or when we do something as a society that we know is wrong, instead of owning up to our failures and our challenges, we, we turn the spotlight to, in a way, to us harming ourselves because that sort of- It takes away from the other. Takes away from what you're doing. And, and, and I, I do not because I have, you know, I've been in a situation, like I said, where I have somebody that I talked to and ended up taking his life. So I, I, you know, I, I don't mean that to be callous, but I I do think that there are people who are saying that and not in a bad or good way, but maybe because of COVID, we've just become a society that we've just, we're throwing our hands up in there and we're like, you know what? I tap out. I don't want to deal. I can't deal and I can't take any anything else on. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's one thing we have to do as parents is teach our kids how to come back 
And, you know, one of the things that people say in life is you can be as book smart as you can be, but resilience in your kids is the best thing that you can teach them. And, and that is not to solve every problem for them, but let them fight their way back from a challenge to prove to themselves that it can be done and that they can do it. And I think that that's something good because if you only go through life experiencing rainbows and rainbows and rainbows, you're going to get knocked on your ass when you experience the the big one, the big tornado. And it's coming. It, it comes. It comes in waves. comes and goes. And you have to learn how to deal with those, those situations. And, and, and that's not something that kids are born knowing how to do. And so you have to model it. Um, you have to model a comeback and you have to, you know, you have to model that for them and talk to them about it, that there's always a way to come back and be better, be different. Rest in peace, national songwriter and husband and son and brother. You're talking out loud, but nobody's there. You look like hell and you just don't care. Drinking more than you ever In the next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Judds or the Judd, as is the case, in Greenville, South Carolina, at the Bonds Core Wellness Arena, was an absolute shit show. An absolute shit show. It's like watching a Saturday Night Live skit. Next episode, I'll give you uh, my take on the show. For the first time since this tour launched, Donna, first leg was uh, the fall of last year, and this new leg has uh, just started past shows, Naomi, her harmonies have been a part of each night and every song via the huge big screens and jumbotrons on stage. Is she like a... um, Hologram, yes. yes, Not a hologram, but she's... uh, They didn't invest in a hologram. They just don't have that kind of money, but she's she's on the screens. Okay. Like a... You know, CMA performances from 1982 if they're doing, you know, Love is Alive or something. I don't know. For whatever reason, though, Thursday night, something went wrong and the screens did not have Naomi. And I'll tell you next episode... Who played the role, sang the role of Naomi Judd on the Judd's tour in Greenville, South Carolina last Thursday. And I got to tell you, she was a firecracker. She stole the show. She deserves a purple heart, a purple heart she deserves for what she did to save that show because she did just that. Wow. She is a superstar. She is now platinum blonde. And she was called in from Nashville to be in Greenville by lunchtime Thursday to learn. And on the way to Greenville, by the way, learn every Judd's song in their entire catalog that you don't know by heart and learn the harmonies and sing like Naomi and then deal with Winona and her quirks. And, uh, I can't imagine. Can you Donna? not six yeah. hours of rehearsal, six hours no. of rehearsal. And it was live. And, uh, this country artist stole the show. This country artist, I would pay to go see money tonight somewhere. It was fantastic. The show was a shit show. Oh my God. But it was saved somewhat by this man, legendary country artist that I will, uh, Reveal coming up next episode of Cadillac Jack. My second act, the podcast. Well, no, it's not that. It's just hard to do. All right. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Pedro, Gainesville. Uh, listen, if you if you couldn't make it up there Monday, President's Day, which was yesterday, for listening on Upload Day today, you can still get that piece of furniture at that great price because they don't just celebrate great prices on days and end in days or, or, or holidays like President's Day and... Uh, what are some other examples? Memorial Day. Veterans Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day weekends, big weekend for mattresses and things. Gallery Furniture celebrates low prices every day. Furniture for every room in your home. Ask the Wolfman, ask for Donna at Gallery Furniture.
Yeah, I mean, it, I, that's what I love about gallery is that every day is a holiday. Every single right. day is a holiday. You go up there and you, something's on sale or you're going to get, and honestly, it's not even that it's on sale. It's just that when you ask Donna, what's the price? You know, because there's the price that's on the floor. And then there's a Donna price. And then there's a Donna price. So don't let that scare you, the price that's on the floor. But even those prices, you're going to be blown away by. But um, she just works with you. You know, she she knows kind of, I think she can, like, I think she's like um, clairvoyant. You know what that means? Like where I, she I can, where she can like look at people and almost read their budget through their eyes. And she's like, I got to give these people a good deal. You know, they're good people. They okay. need a good deal. Um, and that's honestly why so many people come back when I was sitting up there the other day visiting with her and her daughter, Marilyn, which that's a whole dynamic. I, I think about me and Charlotte when we work together in the store. It's, yeah, moms and daughters just should not work together, honestly. It's tough. Um, but they, um, there's so many repeat customers that kept coming in. And they were like, you know, and some of them, you know, they paid, again, this is not like the big box retailers where it takes you 20 years to pay it off. They had paid off their purchase mm-hmm. um, in probably less than a year or so and Built were back for the up. next one, yeah, absolutely. you know? And so it's it's great because she knows all these people. She knows them by name. She knows where they live. She knows their kids. Grandparents. I mean, generations yeah, no, and generations great. of people. Yeah. It's great. And those are the kind of people that you really want to buy from. Ask the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. The follow on Instagram is at Wolfman. Uh, ask for Wolfman Furniture. Ask for Wolfman Furniture is the handle on Instagram for Gallery Furniture, Gainesville, 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Tell them we sent you up there uh, when you ask for the Wolfman. Our thanks also to Fayetteville Ford for their support of the podcast. Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFord.com. Fayetteville Ford, simply different. I'm Caddy from Fayetteville Ford. Head on down there. Got uh, pre-owned vehicles that come with a gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. Brand new Fords start, uh, of course, come with the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty as well. Fable4GA.com. Right, more healthcare. Thank you for your support of the podcast. As we head into this segment, uh, we introduce to you our picks for the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. And Donna is going with, uh, man, it's a great song from one of our favorite artists. Here is Dirk Smelly and Gold. I got some rust on my Chevy, but it's ready to roll. I got a rhinestone sky and a song in my soul. Take it, Donna. Go ahead. Take it. You're, take it. You're good. Oh, okay. Take it. Take, you're hot, Donna. You're hot. I am hot. Um, okay, so um, Dirk Bentley, one of my, our favorite artists, yes, and he wrote this song with Ashley Gorley, Love. Uh-huh. Um, Ashley is not a girl. Ashley is a boy who wrote Every song you can possibly think of just about in Nashville, honestly. Um, and Luke Dick and Ross Copperman, who's also a great writer. And I love the, I, I started after I read about Dirk's take on the song, I listened to it again and I was like, dang, you know how sometimes like you listen to a song one way and then you hear, that's why I love like songwriters events. You hear what the artist was thinking with the writers when they were putting it together and it took on this whole new meaning. And um, he says, it's a life anthem and it's just about the treasures of living in the moment. And he starts off kind of talking about how hard life can be. And then when he finally gets to the greener grass, guess what he realized? He's still in the weeds. And that's what we talk about. We talked about the other day that life's one big circle. You're going to go up. You're going to go down. It's going to be good. It's going to be bad all the time. And um, he said it reminded him of working in the country music business. And it reminded him of being a parent. you got to be present. And sometimes you just take it for granted. And so I love this song. I just think it's it's just kind of jaunty. You know what that is? Uh, jolly and fun? Yeah. With, with a good message? With a great, yeah, with a great message. Um, and I think it's it's doing really well. It I is think. doing quite well. Yeah. And I don't think he thought it was going to do as well. As I didn't it think did. it was going to do as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's like an optimistic reality check. 
Very well said. It certainly is that. Uh, I'm going to add a song uh, written by Kyle Jacobs. I'm going to add Tim McGraw and a song called Still to the Spotify Hype Song Playlist Season 4, F-O-R-E, a song written by Kyle Jacobs. Fly Atlanta-based Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. You can enjoy all four seasons of the Spotify Hype Song playlist. When you settle in safely and comfortably, just to access the uh, studio, entertainment studio system. And turn your Starbucks run into new adventures when you link your Starbucks rewards and Delta SkyMiles accounts. Atlanta's hometown airline is Delta Go from Dirk Spindley. Uh, and Tim McGraw still go to the Spotify Hype Song playlist for this episode. If you are ready to eat good at, at unbelievable... Can it eat well? Eat well. Thank you, Jane. Grammy's here. Okay. Grammy's joined us for this episode. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Going to eat well, right, Donna? Yeah. Going to eat well. So. Restaurant week is coming to Awesome Alpharetta. You eat well, and uh, there's fixed pricing. This is this is done really, really cool because, um, yes, there's a specific menu in many of the restaurants that are celebrating Restaurant Week in Alpharetta, uh, but there's also fixed pricing. Okay? So what you do is uh, your experience includes... Uh, exceptional flavors and exclusive menus for a limited time, February 26th through March the 4th. 25 restaurants, 25 plus participating. And you can release your inner foodie. Alfreda Restaurant Week is uh, coming up February 26th. It begins. I love this. So our neighbors, um, Debbie and Sean, said that they wanted to go do this with us. And I'm like, I didn't know what they were talking about at the beginning. And then once I started you know, once we started looking into Awesome Alpharetta and all the great things that they've got going on, I just thought they were talking about just like, let's go out to eat somewhere. You know, it's like a national restaurant week. I didn't know, like, this is so specific to Alpharetta yeah, and this yeah. is such a great promotion. And all of these restaurants are ones that I've either wanted to go eat at. Carrie's Conservatory, Carson Kitchen is fabulous. All of these, Cabernet, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Brimstone Tavern, that's new. Um, 19 North is new. I mean, there's just so many great restaurants and I know we talk about that all the time, but I'm really proud of our little city because I will tell you a story. We've lived here 17 years wow. and when we moved up here, there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's it. And that's it. And so Alpharetta has really made an investment in the downtown area and all of the other areas, um, you know, Windward Parkway and all of that to come up with great restaurants and invite some really cool chefs to come up here and open up restaurants. And people in Alpharetta are definitely foodies. They love to go out, but that doesn't stop you. You don't have to be local. You can come from anywhere. And yeah, this is really cool. You get to pick different menus and it's just unbelievable. I love it. All right. So here's, here's what happens. You walk into your favorite restaurant that you want to experience for uh, the first time or go enjoy again. And there's fixed pricing. All right. So each course uh, you're guaranteed during restaurant week in Alpharetta, Alpharetta restaurant week, you are guaranteed to, um, Get uh, pricing at uh, multiple courses for 25 to 50 bucks. That's for dinner, the dinner menu. All right. Multiple courses for 25 to 50 bucks. That's it. Lunch menus will begin at 20 bucks, cap at $35. That includes your beverage. Uh, your, I'm sorry, your beverage tax and gratuity are not included. But for 20 to 35 bucks for lunch, Don, for 25 to 50 bucks for dinner. Man, I'm, I'm going to do courses. both. I'm going to do two a day. I'm okay. doing two a day. I like that. Huh? You know, like the football players do two a days. Right, right. I'm doing two a days for restaurant week. I'm All padding up. AwesomeAlfreda.com. AwesomeAlfreda.com is where you're going to get a list of all the restaurants, the 25 plus restaurants participating. Begins February 26th. February 26th. Our thanks to executive producers, Carl Appen and Hans Appen. The letter returns this Saturday. Exciting. This Saturday uh, using the Beehive platform. Yes, I'm very excited. Spent, now, uh, is that like, uh, is that associated with Beyonce's It is not. Group? Okay. It is not. It is not. They're dangerously close to being sued, I would imagine, from Sheen J. But right yeah. now they're, they're hot and we're on it. Okay. okay. 
Uh, if you remember, you may recall, maybe it's not. Let's get everybody to see real quick. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Elon Musk. Yes, him. Who controls Twitter now, bought Twitter. He controls the world. Did away with the their, their newsletter platform that we use to write and produce and edit and deliver the, the, the letter for a long time. I bet shut, you've had thousands of people, tens of thousands tens of people of thousands reach out. Of tens of thousands. Yeah. Where is the letter they demand? Where is it? We're going to pick up this Saturday using the Beehive platform. Now, here's what you got to do. Check your spam. The first one or two, Donna, may go to your spam. That's just the way the world is. Okay. And I said, I'm, I'm happy to help you with it. We're going to make this like a clean palette. It's going to be very refreshing. It's not going to be- I have oh, gotten any of these notes. Overdone with like, you know, stories and stuff, because we just want it to be little ed- edible, like little okay, things. Well, maybe you should do your own issue. Do your own letter. Come up with something. Your own new, new, new letter or something. What do you think? Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you don't like them, what I do. I, did I say that? No, came close to it. That's passive aggressive. Close. That's passive aggressive. Dangerous. You and your little research group. Yeah. I always want to tear down the letter. Uh, so check your spam. If you don't see it, Saturday morning at 9, 10. All right. Check your spam and then do whatever you have to do to put, put, put us on the white list or the, the something list to get us. So we come through every single time. Okay. Do that. Saturday as we uh, relaunch the letter. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. 